Koinonia is community. Koinonia is you and me, the body of Christ. And in studio with me, I have uh, Chris Wineland. And Chris is, I'm always uncomfortable introducing comedians <laughs> because comedians aren't that that's not really who you are that's just something you do right but it's oh he's a comedian well tell me something funny you know and mm -hmm. that is wait no that's a performance so chris welcome to koinonia thank you thanks so much for having me i appreciate it i'm really uh, happy to have you in we have some <laughs> some uh parallels to talk about here mm -hmm. but we originally met at a leland clausen event as i got to introduce you on the stage Correct. And that is now I, I love doing that because I know that once I've had my feeble attempt at humor, even if you're no good, <laughs> you're going to be funnier than me. So you've yeah. got a running start, right? <laughs> well, you know, what's funny about that is that was a great show, by the way. That was really fun. I was only supposed to do like 20 minutes, but the audience loved it so long. I did Kept like 45. Going, right? Yeah, it was and then, good. And then he was supposed to do 45. Leland did about an hour. So yeah. it was just a really good show all around. And nobody left. No, you know what I'm which saying? is weird. Like nobody <laughs> left. It's like I'm getting out of here. Yeah. You know, none of that. No, I mean, you know, my mom got up. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> she she lives in Ohio, but you know, it was fun. Well, you know, it was funny as uh, obviously, you know, a lot of times, anytime I do shows uh, at churches and or anywhere, um, the person that's introducing will usually say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to say a joke or something before I get on." And it was funny because you asked me because I had a Chicago Cubs hat, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you asked me like, "Are you a fan of Chicago Bears?" And I said, "Well, no, not not really," and I could see it in your face that I just ruined your joke. And I was like, right. oh, man. The Cubs, I mean, the, the Bears and Cardinals were playing that night, you know? Or, yeah. And so it's like, that's, all right, well, take my one my one good joke yeah. away from me and then send me out on stage. That's right. I mean, that's if I don't I get to make fun of the guy coming up, I don't know. Uh, the, in fact, uh, Leland, the first time I introduced him, I, uh, I basically gone out like five minutes before and I said, yeah. <laughs> You know, these these Canadians, they're real divas, and they don't like it if the <laughs> audience is so far away. So if you can move down to the front. And, of course, Leland heard that. Yeah. <laughs> comes out, well, gee, Tom, thanks a lot for uh, yeah. you know, calling me a diva. <laughs> but, I, you know, over the years, uh, having done a lot of radio and a lot of interviews, it's yeah. it's always most challenging over the phone. You know, the, the interview over the oh, phone. Oh, yeah. And I have heard so many times, and when I've, when I've taught broadcasting – I tell them, don't try to out funny the funny guy. Yeah. You know, it's like these morning guys, and I was one too, so I can speak from experience. You think, oh, well, I'm funny. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show him how funny I am. Oh, and, I know. You know, let the expert be the expert. Mm -hmm. That's our, or in my, with my faith journey, it's like, let the person with the calling express their calling. Right. That's good. Well, you know, and they say that that's the one thing that Johnny Carson, one of the main things that Johnny Carson was so good at because he knew to get a, co a comedian on the show yeah. and let them tell their jokes. Yep. And he would just lead them in. And obviously, yeah, he's a super funny guy, but right. he knew how to do it. And uh, so that's awesome. That's my great. Two, two of my favorite comedians, Johnny Carson Ooh. and um, their ability uh, to pause. Mm. The ability to let white let nothing happen yeah. makes so many things so much funny. Yeah. Some of the biggest <laughs>, laughs that Johnny Carson ever got in his entire career was nothing more than looking at the camera after something yep. had happened. He knew to let the joke happen. Uh, were you a funny kid at growing up? 
I guess so. My mom, my mom always said that I should be a comedian. I okay. remember myself as being a weird kid, just yeah. always looking out in space and just being a really strange child. Mm -hmm. And that's what I remember. So, I, well, my mom said, "I hope you figure out a way to get paid to talk because you never shut up." <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, mom, it doesn't fall far from the tree." I'm telling you. But you know, if you if your parents are saying you should be a comedian, yeah, and they're not just not just saying it. Not just being You're frustrated right. with you. Oh, no. yeah, you should be a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, if it's not coming across like that, then yeah. maybe you should do something. Well, you know, that's the whole reason I did stand up in the first place, because my mom always said, you should do comedy, you should do it. So I said, fine, on my 18th birthday, I'll go to a comedy club just for you. So we went, wow. and I did an open mic. I took my mom, and I just thought I was just going to do it just once as a hobby. But the moment that uh, somebody laughed that wasn't my mom— Right. Uh, <laughs> sure. I, I was hooked. I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. So growing up in uh, Ohio, yeah. uh, and now you, uh, God has brought you out here. Tell me a little bit of your background and your bio, and then uh, we'll uh, tie it into Jeff Durbin, who's uh, familiar with, or our audience is familiar with here at the radio station. Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I, I've been doing stand-up for almost nine years. That's, you know, I started, like I said, on my 18th birthday. It was technically the day after. Okay. And, uh, and so that was in Ohio, and um, I did a lot of the clubs out there, started off in the clubs. I was saved. I came to Jesus at 17 um, on a treadmill. <laughs> that's my story. Uh, wasn't even a pastor or anything. I was just depressed and uh, I was trying to get rid of uh, all of my stress and depression. Mm. And I remembered somebody saying, if you exercise, it takes the stress away. Sure. So I thought, hey, you know, getting on a treadmill should get rid of my deep rooted issues and right. uh, started running. And I realized that that was not happening. And uh, I had uh, heard about Jesus, you know, quite a bit, um, but um, not too much, but just enough to mm. realize, hey, like, He's real, and, you know, that's what everybody keeps saying. So I said, Jesus, if you're real, I need you in my heart right now. Wow. And, uh, that's and a powerful prayer. Yeah, and it felt People like think, I breathed for the first time. It really did. Wow, that is a great story, and it's a reminder to everybody listening that— we're not called to save people. We're called to plant the seed. Yeah. We're called to water the seed. Or yeah. We're called to, you know, uh, encourage or whatever. It's the Holy Spirit that saves. Right. And uh, what a great testimony. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. You say, man, I'm not being funny at all today. I'll tell you what. <laughs> like in this interview, I'm like, I'm supposed to tell jokes, but you're getting me passionate about the gospel. Yeah. So it's like, oops. Um, but uh, anybody that comes to my comedy shows, they'll laugh. As yeah. well, so just that's as an encouragement. Just, just as encouragement, right. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I did just want to say that's one of my biggest passions is to reach out to comedians mm. um, because most comedians, they um, a lot of them had church experiences and had um, bad experiences, whether, yeah. you know, no matter what, it, I don't know why, but then they grew up and they became a voice. You know, they mm -hmm. get up on stage and hundreds of people will listen to them every weekend, sometimes thousands, and they come in with their... Uh, basically their view on Jesus and uh, just kind of heckling Jesus um, without without listening to mm -hmm. the Word of God, without reading the Word of God, without mm -hmm. any of that. And um, and so my goal is to just plant the seed, just That's cool. go in and hang out with these people. And uh, I don't even do clubs anymore. I just do churches, but I'll go to clubs and mm -hmm. I hang out with these comics and I take them to lunch or take them to coffee. And there's a certain credibility, shared credibility, of knowing what it's like to stand up there in front of the fiery, fiery yeah. arrows of uh, club 
work, which is the most brutal oh, yeah. of all the entertainment <laughs> venues. Yeah. When I used to do clubs, it was the craziest. You do a Friday night and you do two shows generally. Yeah. You, the second show is killer. I remember one guy, literally I said a joke and he goes, heard it, but he, he hadn't heard it before because right. I wrote it. And and then another guy was like, boo, just like a subtle whisper yeah. boo, you know, which is the, the worst kind. Stabbed to the heart. Right? It really is. It, How did God get you out here? Uh, so I joined a ministry called New Life Drama Company. Um, I, I had moved to um, Chicago, and I had had some pretty crazy experiences, um, just like bad relationships and stuff over mm-hmm. in Ohio. And I was just, I knew that God had more for me. So um, I got out of, there was this relationship. I was engaged, actually. Okay. Um, but it was not a godly relationship, if that makes sense. And yeah. so she looked at me one day, and she goes, you don't want to marry me. And uh, I was like, I don't. And she goes, no, think about this for a couple of days. So I did. I thought about it for a couple of days. And I was like, I think you're right. I don't want to marry you. So she uh, she got mad at me, even though it was her idea, yeah. whatever. You brought it up. I, I know. That's what I was I was like, hey, this was your idea. So then I immediately, I saved up just a couple months, worked a quick job, and I moved to Chicago, went to Second City just for a little bit. Um, I wanted to go for a longer time. But um, all of a sudden, I just felt like I needed to join this ministry called New Life Drama Company. Mm-hmm. And um, back when I was a youth pastor, I used to have them over in there, uh, really just these 18 to 25, you know, people ages 18 to 25, young adults, and they would travel the whole country like Saturday Night Live with the Sunday message. Yeah. And it's nonprofit. You don't, you don't make any money from it or anything. And I felt like God had told me to just take a year off and do that without wow. making any money, but just open up doing stand-up. And that was my sixth year of comedy, and I just did it. I just mm. moved out and then— Moved to Phoenix. Since then, I um, decided to stay and help out with the ministry, and I volunteer my time because I love. I'm so passionate about New Life Drama Company. They're an enthusiastic bunch too. They really are. They're I've, crazy. I've people. been around <laughs> them, and wow, they they definitely have some passion. Oh yeah, no, I I literally I just got an apartment, and I purposely chose the bottom floor because <laughs> I knew that if they came over, they're going to be so loud. I can't do a second floor. <laughs> can't do it. So, uh, <laughs> and I'm thinking of a few people in my mind right yeah, now as going, I say that. Oh, is he talking about me? <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, I know who they are. But they, uh, um, but it was just a blast. And then I also met my wife. Uh, we're oh, soon boy. to be wife. Soon to be wife. Uh, December second. Very cool. We'll be married. And Jeff Durbin, he used to have Apologia Radio here on Faith Talk thirteen sixty. Yeah. Filled in for me, a couple of times on Coinonia, and now you're writing for that program. He's doing a, a weekly TV show. Yeah, it's so it's a late night comedy show, and it's a it's a Christian late night comedy show. So it's something that hasn't really been done before. There really aren't not in the way that we're doing it, which is like a kind of like a late night comedy show, like The Daily Show, where mm-hmm. you would sit down and and watch a, a political late night show. Except we have a Christian opinion, so yeah. we call it the late night show with the unpopular opinion. Yeah, and so um, yeah, we met about a year and a half ago, and um, and I ended up becoming the head writer of the show, and. We're just about to wrap up season one and get ready for season two in, uh, I think, January. And I've been to a taping, and I love Jeff. I love the whole team, the whole oh, yeah. team. They're great. And uh, you've, uh, I, I see your influence, great, mm. uh, a, a great relationship. You're going to be uh, doing a show here. Your last concert as a single man That's right. is coming up. Uh, <laughs> the Night of Laughs with Chris Wineland, Thursday, November 30th. At Northern Hills Community Church, 7 p.m., $7 ticket. If you get it online at mm-hmm. chriswineland.com. That's right. And uh, you uh, have lots of material. Tons. And it, like you said, you were <laughs> scheduled for 20 and went 45, and that was, yeah. not a, that was not a problem, right? 
Correct. I was actually working on a new special, which I will be doing um, that show. Okay. Uh, so I, ju- I had just filmed the first special, which I put out completely on YouTube. If you just go on uh-huh. chriswineland.com or type in my name on YouTube, you can get my whole first special. I just put it up for everybody to listen to. I don't care what you do with it. You can steal it. I don't care. That's correct. And then, uh, yeah, and then the second one, a whole nother hour. And a lot of it is really just talking about getting married. So it's really just questions sure. to the audience for advice. Yeah, and, and it's, it can't be more timely. I mean, you know, come on, you know, right? You're uh, you're going to be on stage uh, uh, November 30th and getting married December 2nd. ChrisWineland.com is where you need to go. You can get your tickets. Uh, and I'm going to be out there. That's actually, I didn't yes. tell you this, but it's just down the street from me. Perfect. So I'll be coming over and uh, getting my funny on as well. Awesome. Can you, can you say that Chicago joke again? Uh, Chicago Bears joke? Or? No. I, well, or bring I, something. No, it's gone. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I could rave about being a Bears fan. It's, it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs>